Yo, people, it's the great Foyardi presents AEW Dynamite in 30 minutes or less. It's your boy Drew giving you the lowdown on the March 31st edition of AEW Dynamite from Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida. But before we get into all of that, you can find me on social media at Twitter or on Twitter. Let me get to the right on Twitter at the wrestling 99 and on the gram at Drew underscore wrestling 99. So on with the program. We started off this week's edition of AEW Dynamite with a matchup, which is with the debuting Christian Cage going one on one against Kazarian. And the finish of this match came when Christian Cage tries for a kill switch, which is his finishing move. And Kaz pushes him into the ropes and then catches Christian Cage into a chicken wing and takes him to the mat. Then Christian Cage rolls through and gets out of the chicken wing and shuts Kazarian into the post between the turnbuckles. Them. This time, Cage is able to hit the kill switch finisher and cover Kazarian for the one, two, three. Then we have a little video package and comments by Darby Allen and Sting. Um, Darby says that Matt Hardy's body is breaking down and he no longer has the respect of the people them. And the video ends with Darby Allen burning a big money Matt Hardy sign. Then we'll go to commercial and we come back and there's a video package of Jay Gargill talking about how she's beat Red Velvet before and she will do it again. Do it again, me said, do it again. Trust me. Um, then we come back for our second match of the night with Cody Rhodes going up against QT Marshall with the special guest referee of Arn Anderson for the unsanctioned exhibition match. And around the ring are trainees from the Nightmare Factory, which trainees... And the Nightmare Factory is a wrestling school where guys and girls learn how to bump and do professional wrestling in a safe way so they can get signed by AEW, Ring of Honor, TNA, not TNA, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, WWE, etc., etc. You need to go to wrestling school. Don't try this stuff at home. You can hurt your somebody or yourself. This wasn't really a match. This was more of setting up an angle. So, this match finishes when QT Marshall gets up and slaps Cody and then runs into the ropes. QT then tries for a crossbody, but Cody dodges out of the way. QT then rolls to the outside of the ring. Um, Cody Rhodes then holds the ring ropes open for QT Marshall. And then when QT comes in the ring, he gives Aaron Anderson, which is the referee, one piece of thumping and jacana. Then everybody runs to see how Grandpa Arn Anderson is doing. And QT leaves the ring, but he looks shocked at what he's done. As QT is standing on the stage, three of the trainees or the students then attack everybody and clear the ring. They end by tossing Lee Johnson to the entrance ramp. And QT Martell steps on Lee's head pretty hard as he goes back into the ring. Then QT stomps Arn Anderson's arm. He stomps out Arn Anderson again. And then the stairs are tossed on the stage by this big bearded dude. Then a busted open Dustin Rhodes gets pow driven 
onto these said stairs. Then by QT Martell, Marshall. Then QT then orders the, the students them to attack Cody. Cody is held and then he's punched in the gut by one of the students them, which is a former bronze medal Olympic boxer. Then Cody is then laid on the step and QT is able to nail Cody with a piece of chair for his head corner. And Real Velvet shows up to stop the attack. And Cody is held as... No. Co Red Velvet Cup shows up to stop QT's attack on Cody Rhodes. And QT and his three students then bounce out of the arena. Then we're in the back with Red Velvet. But before Red Velvet could even open her mouth, Jade Cargill comes and attacks her, leaving Red Velvet laying in the middle of the backstage floor. Then we have a pre-tape of John Marcy talking about the events that happened over the last few weeks that piss him off. And he says he's gonna have a he's forced to fight tonight and somebody's gonna get jumped on the head. And somebody's gonna get choke out. And John Marcy wakes his way to the ring to face Caesar Bononi in match number three of the night. And the finish of this match was Bononi was able to nail Moxley upside the head. And then he tried for a pump handle slam, but then Moxley leaps onto the back of Caesar Bononi and puts him in a sleeper, and the ref stops the match for your winner, John Moxley. Then we're in the back, and with Team Taz, and Team and Taz, the leader of Team Taz, says, everything is iron, man, everything is good. Ricky Starr says, yeah, man, everything was great on AEW Dark, which is their YouTube show that airs on Tuesdays. But then Brian Cage says... That Ricky Starr should have helped out a little sooner. And Taz continues to say everything is hiring. Everything is nice. And no one can stop the path of rage. Then we continue backstage. And we're in the Pinnacles locker room. And MJF's gift to everybody is that they're getting a new personal stylist. And they're going to get an interior designer to design up this, this locker room. And get the dirty piece of stink out of the bathroom. Which was left by the inner circle. And as MJF goes to open up the bathroom door. And he looks in and he sees Jericho, Ortiz, Santana and Sammy Guevara. Which are members of the inner circle. Waiting to brock up MJF and the rest of his crew. And as MJF goes to tell the man from the pinnacle. We have to bounce out of this. He opens the door. And another member of the inner circle. Jake Hagar is there. And he gives MJF a piece of thump. All hell broke loose. There's a big dirty brawl. Man getting fling into ice bath. Man getting broke over. Massage table. And then Jericho finds MJF. And starts beating him up in the washroom. Put him head in a toilet. For a swirly. And. Jericho then tells MJF that. Things are gonna get worse. Then he tosses, and then Jericho then tosses MJF through a glass door of the Pepsi machine, and says that this is their dressing room, which is the inner. This is the inner circle dressing room. And they put up their sign and toss MJF into the hallway. That was beer jokes. Trust me. You, if you, if you, you, you might want to check it out. It was beer jokes. Then. We have a next match. It's Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers going up against Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid. And the finish of this match goes when Laredo Kid goes to the top rope and Omega dodges the leap 
from the top rope by Laredo Kid and licks him with a V trigger knee. Then Omega lifts Laredo Kid for the one winged angel and gets the one, two, three for the winners, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Then Omega is celebrating with the Good Brothers and Don Callis and John Moxley comes out and he's sneering at them. Then the Young Bucks come out and as Moxley and the Young Bucks are trying to enter the ring, Omega and the Good Brothers bounce and JR, which is one of the commentators, commentators say, they are running like scalded dogs. You've been saying that for many years. Then we have a promo by Britt Baker. And she's with her assistant rebel. Don't call me Reba. And says that. Britt Baker says. You see. You can see stars like them on Monday nights. On YouTube's elevating stars. She says. It's an excellent platform for Thunder Rosa. To get her win tally increased she said it's too bad her biggest win ever wasn't even sanctioned she said that she will continue which is Britt baker will continue to put aew dine or aew the brand on the map then our next match is nyla rose with vicky guerrero and the bunny with matt hardy and company versus taya conti and the AEW Women's Champion Sheeta with the Dark Order. And the finish of this match came when the Bunny hit Ty Conti with a kendo stick after she after Conti was distracted by Vicky Guerrero. And then Sheeta came in to check on Ty Conti, but that was the finish of the match. Then we go to the main event, which is an arcade anarchy where we had a bunch of arcade style games around the ring. Pretty much a hardcore anything goes type of match with Kip Sabin and Miro going up against Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. We had two returns in this match. Statlander returned coming out of one of the arcade games. You know the one where the claw and you try to get a stuffed animal out of the machine. She came out of that and attacked Penelope Ford. Then we had the returning Trent Beretta with the help of his mom. Sue, who drove him to Daly's place in her new van, because if you go back in time, remember that her van was destroyed by Santana and Ortiz. The finish of the match came when Chuck Taylor gave Chris, or not Chris Sabin, gave Kip Sabin a power slam off the stage through the table for the win. Then Statliner and Trent. All came together with Chucky T and Orange Cassidy. They did a big hug. They waved to Sue, who was chilling in the minivan. And that was the end of AEW Dynamite for March 31st, the year of our Lord, 2021. So my final thoughts on this show was that it was fun to see Christian Cage in his first official match in the last seven years because of his concussion issues. It was also fun to see the inner circle get their revenge on the pinnacle. It was the main event surprised me. It was cool to see that the that the best friends are reunited. I just hope that that feud ends and Miro can maybe take out Kip Sabian and go on and be a beast and maybe challenge for the TNT title or the AEW championship down the road. Um, the thing I, the thing I didn't dislike for me on this episode was the Kenny Omega stuff. I'm just not a fan of 
what he's doing with this character. Like I said last week on AEW in 30 or less, um, Kenny Omega needs a little bit more time on the mic to get this character over to me. But other than that, this week's show was an okay show and I would recommend it to tune into if you want to check out what I was speaking about on a visual tip. All right, but before I get out of here, folks, the next time you're going to hear me talk to things about professional wrestling will be when the Grateful Yardy presents Friday Night Smackdown in 30 minutes or less, which is the second last Smackdown before we go into WrestleMania. So you know some kind of thing is going down with the Tribal Chief and the Universal Champion Roman Reigns and his two challengers now, um, Edge and Daniel Bryan. So that's going to be explosive to tune in to see what happens on Friday night. But if you miss it, you can always listen to your boy here. I will give you the lowdown on that particular show. That's the next time you hear me speak about professional wrestling. And... I want to give a shout out to the guys over at Wrestling With Entertainment. You have mans like the host James, mans like Scooter Dust, mans like Coleco. They do amazing stuff over there. If you're looking for a more in-depth look into the world of professional wrestling and their their overall opinions on New Japan Pro Wrestling, AEW, NXT, SmackDown, Raw, and stuff that happened beyond the gorilla position, which is backstage... Check them out on CastBox and their YouTube channel. And my favorite artist in the world, Special T, put out a new tune called Midnight Shade off of her upcoming album, A Slight Detour. Check it out. It's available on YouTube. Just type in your search window, S-P-E-C-Y-A-L-T. Like it, subscribe it, share it with your friend them. And until next time, my people, my brethren them, God bless, stay safe, and remain grateful. Peace.